I'm super, super, super excited to tell you about my sponsor, Southwest Trading Company. Southwest Trading Company is a native-owned business located at 1306 East 11th Street, Tulsa, Oklahoma. If you've never been to Southwest Trading Company, you need to go check them out. Right now, if you can, or after this podcast, or during the podcast, but either way, go check that store out. They have a lot of great items from different artists from all around, like jewelry, blankets, art, clothing, cedar boxes, indigenous home decor, car accessories, totes, and so much more. You could spend hours in this store. I'm not kidding. I went to the first time, and I think I spent like maybe a couple hours maybe just looking around at everything they have. I mean, it's so unique. If you haven't yet, Southwest Trading Company also has a Facebook page. So if you have not yet, go like it and follow their page to keep up with all new items and events they have going on at the store. Once again, I'm super excited that we get to build together. The location for Southwest Trading Company is 1306 East 11th Street, Tulsa, Oklahoma. Go check it out, everybody. Thank you. Listeners of Okie Podcast, I want to let you know about my sponsor, Moonlight Beading. Moonlight Beading is owned by Cherokee Nation tarot artist Danielle Campbell. If you don't know who Danielle is, she was on this podcast on episode 54. But Danielle is very passionate about her artwork and she has a wide range of art from beadwork, basket weaving, paintings, and more. If you would like to get a hold of her, you can contact her on Instagram at Moonlight Beading or at Danny underscore Campbell 5 or on Facebook as well. You could, you could also email her at MoonlightBeading at gmail.com. Go hit up Danielle, let her know you want some work in, some orders in, all of that good stuff. And let her know Russ from Okie Podcast sent you. Thank you. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Okie Podcast. I have an amazing guest tonight, or today, sorry. He is the host of the Che Show. Today, today I have T- Taylor Che Begay on the show. Hey, I'm butchering the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's all right. That's a good start. Taylor what? Che Begay, everybody. Hey, yeah. What's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what's good what's new what's different ladies and gentlemen tuning in far and near it is i taylor chavigay thank you so much russell sun eagle and the oki podcast for having me on the show before i go any further to follow indigenous first nations customs and i was taught by my elders i was introduced myself in my original language which is the dene nation or federally recognized as navajo <clears throat> For my non-Denebizad speakers, my non-Navajo 
language speakers, I was merely introducing myself. I said, hello, my name is Taylor Begay. I belong to these four clan groups and I reside in Red Mesa, Utah. Quiet, go over there. And to all my Navajo relatives tuning in, listening in, if we're related, let me borrow five bucks. Hey. <laughs> yeah, me too. Uh, <laughs> yes, Russell and I, we need some, we need some money. We need some money. My God, Times are hard. <laughs> Might try to double it. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> I'm feeling lucky tonight. <laughs> wow. All right. Well, bro, so for the listeners... Uh, let them know about you know who you where you're from and growing up and what kind of just led into your show because that's how I became aware of you and mm-hmm. and it's a it's a really great show I enjoy it I enjoy the guests you put on and it's kind of the same goal I guess is to give people a platform to that normally probably wouldn't have a platform so you know that's what I love about your show finding a similarity i guess too so yeah bro stage is yours okay so um where i'm from i'm from the navajo reservation i reside in red mesa utah and if you're unfamiliar with that uh that area that's the uh, four corners region so utah colorado arizona new mexico we're right there on the southern tip of utah on the east side of utah and um excuse me i didn't mean to say um but <laughs> i grew up i grew up near border towns i went to school in near a border town like many uh, indigenous peoples and i've had to deal with uh, a lot of different things growing up but luck i was one of the lucky i am still one of the lucky ones who had a great support system i had my family and different relatives who really looked out for me they really made sure I was doing okay. They made sure that I was safe. I was comfortable and that I was doing things that I want to do. And unfortunately, I couldn't say that for a lot of my peers, a lot of my classmates growing up and on the reservation, there's a lot of negative negativity that, that surrounds our youth, especially. And a lot of my classmates, a lot of relatives of mine, they, they were uh, one of the ones who had to deal with a lot of, traumatic things they've had to go through quite a bit growing up and me being lucky and not being fully aware of what of what that was I uh, I kind of saw it like man like that how can I affect that how can I change that to where you know you aren't having to go through all that because growing up I was surrounded by I come from a family of singers come from a family of dancers educators artists and um just people of influence and i was surrounded by you can do it you got to work hard to do what you want to do you if you see something go after it if you plan something do it if you speak about it think about it do it it's right there at your fingertips and i was also raised with look beyond you know look from what's not in front of your nose look don't don't be just stuck right here. Look over the hill. Look over your house, your houses. Look over your schools. Look what's out there. And if you see something that you like, take it and bring it back and utilize that because everything that we do, everything that we see, everything that's out there is tools. 
to make us as human beings better and have a better life. So that's what I did. And I always have that influence throughout my young life and still have that influence with me today. And growing up, I was trying to figure out how can I have that same effect that my relatives had on me to share with my classmate? Because I had one particular classmate, man, just he was one of the reasons why I established my platform. He was a youth who was told you can't do it. He was told you can't do this. You can't do that. Why are you going to do this? Why are you going to do that? Kind of scared him. And soon growing up into his, his teen years, he, he did. He believed that. He said that to himself and he said that to others. I can't do this. You can't do this. And that just, it had a, its own effect on me. And, and I took the positivity out of it thinking, you know, because you think like that, I'm going to challenge that thought process. I'm going to challenge that belief. And I want to be the example, or at least if not me, I want to bring somebody who is that example to you. And at first it was hard because I grew up in a strict household, strict parents. And if you guys know what that's like, you know, no social media, no phones, can't stay out past this. You can't hang out with these people. And in hindsight, it sucks at first, but in hindsight, I'm glad it happened just because I didn't have to deal with all the, I guess, the normal things that other kids have to deal with. So uh, back to my mission, at that, I, I turned 18. I barely get my phone. I'm currently 19, for those who do not know. I get my phone. I beg and I plead with my parents that I want social media so that way we, I can I can start doing this. And I was, I was given the okay permission to have Facebook, to have Instagram. And then I was like, okay. At first I was kind of like, okay, what do people do with social media? Cause I was, I didn't, I didn't know what it was. I didn't know what to do. And it's like, man, I don't want to do selfies. Selfies are tacky. I don't want to do this. I don't want to do that. So I decided I'm gonna make a platform, platform for myself. And I established the chase show and our mission that we try to we continue to this very day is to educate, encourage, and inspire Indigenous First Nations youth so that way they can achieve their goals and aspirations in life. And how we're doing that is by showcasing, bringing to light, and to raising awareness to Indigenous First Nations influencers um, who are doing such amazing things, who are opening the doors for so many youth so that way one day some youth I don't know, maybe down the future, maybe it already happened, can watch an episode and say, that person comes from my res or that person comes from my reserve. They had to go through the same things or if not similar circumstances that I had to go through, but they're doing what they love to do. I can do that. And maybe they can do it better because <laughs> how I got my start as a public speaker was uh, I grew up in the power world and one weekend, we were at a powwow, and there was an old man on the mic. He was an MC, serving as MC. Shout outs and much respect to the family of that individual. <laughs> but he made the celebration so long and boring and just drug it out. So <laughs> me being the energetic young man I am, I was thinking, man, this is this this is not fun <laughs> because you know power is a celebration. We get to come together, we get to 
come sing and dance as one. And, and of course, you know, yeah, there there are certain aspects that, that do deserve the respect that it does. And I, I always remember that because that's what I was taught by my elders. But I hearing this old man and I thought to myself, I can do that. I can be an MC. I can public speak. I can bring light to, I can make it energetic. I can make it boom. And I can make it live. I can make it exciting for other people. So they don't want to do what I did. So I told my dad at a young age, like, dad, I bet you I could do that, but I bet you I could do it 10 times better. My dad told me, he said, you want to do it? Go on and do it. So with that encouragement, that confirmation, I, I was figuring out, I was asking questions. How do I do this? How do I do that? What's the reasoning behind this? How do I say it like this? How do I deliver that energy, but also at the same time, give that teaching moment, give that respect that these things deserve. And uh, a lesson that I was taught by one of my grandpas, um, shout outs to grandpa Rafael Knip, because at that time I was also a young man and I didn't have much experience public speaking. So I was a little shy. I couldn't, I wasn't a public speaker like that. I had to grow into it. And one time, my grandpa, he, he noticed that I was, I was kind of talking to myself. I was speaking low. I didn't know how to enunciate my words. And he told me, he said, grandson, don't be shy. Because if you're a shy person, that means you're a nasty person with nasty thoughts. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, God. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, so I was like, at a young age, I was like, man, I don't. And then I kind of thought about it. And you know that saying, it's always the quiet ones you have to watch yeah. out for. So it all made sense. And I was like, you know what? I, I'm an open book. I'm comfortable. <laughs> I don't want people to think that about me. And <laughs> so, I was, so I always pass that along to as many people as I can. Shy people, don't be shy. Because if you're shy, then that means you're a nasty person with nasty thoughts. So... <laughs> and it, it just went on it, it kept growing and I had that thought in my mind and of course I had uh, individuals I looked up to myself one of them was being Hal Eagletail renowned MC previous guest on the Chase show he was one of my inspirations to be a, um, an energetic power MC as also well as being uh, a knowledge keeper and it was the first time I heard him go, my dad's a singer. He's he's the lead singer of the Stone Creek Singers out in Red Mesa. And he has a recording of Stone Creek singing and Hal Eagletail's on the mic. He's emceeing the power. And you just hear, by way of Red Mesa, Utah, we're coming in, my brother from another mother. Um, Stone Creek singers, let's rock this joint, 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 joint. And when I heard that, I was, I was excited. I was pumped. I felt that energy, even in that recording, I felt it, and I was excited. And then it just made, I. And that's when I thought, I want to be like that. I want to MC like that. That's the energy. That's what I want to bring to the to the mic if I'm ever able to get that chance. And then more time passes on. Ruben Littlehead comes out. And seeing this young guy doing what he does, I, I took inspiration from Ruben, and that's where I wear my top hat. It's a ho oh, homage to him. And of course, more, more MCs came into my mind. Shout out to Donnie Spidell, shout outs to Joaquin Hamilton, previous guest on the Chase Show, and then so others into my life. And 
that's how I got my start as a public speaker. And it's funny because I wanted to be a power MC, but my first gig was pageants. Hmm. <laughs> I was doing pageants at on my reservation. I was at this high school. I was at this club. I was at this organization. And I was emceeing at pageants. I don't know a thing about pageants. And I was getting hired and booked for <laughs> royalty position. Yeah, it was nuts. And and I was like, you know what? This is an opportunity. Because at first I was I was like, man, that, how did that happen? You know, I don't want to do that. I'm I'm a power boy. <laughs> I don't know nothing about pageants, but. My parents said, see it as an opportunity, see it as a way to get your feet wet and how to get comfortable in the mic, get comfortable being uncomfortable. So I, I took those jobs and after emceeing at pageants, I went on to other events. Then it was conferences. Okay, so I emceed at some conferences and I was emceeing at, at uh, graduations and I was emceeing at uh, other events like social events so on and so forth. And I kept growing and my popularity, popularity was growing at the same time. And then finally, I got offered my first powwow gig. It was a New Year's Eve powwow in Salt Lake or in Sandy, Utah, which is in Northern Salt Lake. And I took the job, I was happy, I was excited. Finally got my first powwow gig. I must've done great because I got offered other MC gigs at other powwows and Right when I was getting my calendar line, COVID hit and everyone stuck, everything shut down. So that's when I was, I get my phone, I have social media and everybody's social distancing because originally it was to MC or it was to interview people in person to have a full on conversation one-on-one, but we, we had to social distance, six feet apart, wash your hands, so on and so forth, and be in our house. So we said, okay, how are we going to still do Chase Show? How are we going to bring that to people? How are we going to make it easily accessible? How are we going to do all these things? All these things came into my mind before we even established ourselves. And one of my good friends, um, Trevor Jim, shout outs. He's the host and founder of Hot and Greasy and Ooga Booga Productions, as well as a renowned champion chicken dancer. He approached me and he said, brother, I got this podcast I'm doing. It's called the Hot and Greasy Podcast. I want to invite you to be a host. And he was on Instagram. So I said, all right, brother, I'll take your, I'll take, I'll accept your invite. So I accepted and I was a host of a hot and greasy of the hot and greasy podcast one of the hosts there's a bunch of other hosts shout outs to the hot and greasy committee but you know they because we had similar ideas we had similar ideas we want to talk youth we want to talk about indigenous topics because it's not getting that coverage it's not getting that uh, notoriety and so i thought that was a great opportunity and it was so i was doing that for a while and then it they were doing it in a way that that um that i didn't i shouldn't say i didn't agree with but in a different way than i would have went about it so i approached them and i said would you guys be open if i hosted my own segment on your platform you you know it's the chase show but hot and greasy is producing hot and greasy gets the is the bigger name it's just my little my little thing on my own time and i bring guests in and they were 
happy about that. They were excited about it. So we started that. That was in October of quarantine. And we had our first live with Marlon Deschamp and Neon Native, which. Oh, no. He cut out. The spirits are attacking my phone. <laughs> what did it do? Uh, it just kicked me out. <laughs> Whoa. Uh, it's not. It's all right. Cool. We, we, we always say it wouldn't be a chase show if we didn't have technical difficulties. So, oh, man. Cool. It's signature. Oh, deadly. Wow. <laughs> Anyways, with the story. It's good. Oh, man. <laughs> but yeah, we. First episode, shout outs to champion singer, renowned songwriter, composer, Marlon Deschamp, uh, you know, Grammy nominee. Yeah, Marlon Deschamp. He was our first guest. And just like what happened, we had technical difficulties right off the back. And, and we were, I was stressing out, I was sweating bullets because it's one thing to mess up on your own platform. It's another to mess up on somebody else's platform. And that's what I was really worried about. Cause yeah. And it, 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 it went when it didn't go the way I wanted to. And I'm the whole show is just me, my mom, my dad, and my younger siblings, three younger siblings. So it really is. It's a family business and we're located in rural country. So rural utah and it just bad service bad wi-fi resify if you will so that's what happened and then same thing with neon native craig benali <laughs> renowned edm dj neon natives you guys will check him out in his music him too we had technical difficulties but somehow some way their messages were clear because people really connected with it. People really enjoyed hearing their comeuppance, really enjoyed hearing how their process and how they came up and things that they wish they could have done. And I get messages from people telling me, I love this episode because so-and-so said that if they were to go back and do it all over again, they would do that. They would do it like this. And I'm currently doing it like the way they said they would have done it. And it's taken me this far or simple words like you can do it. Keep going. Hearing some people that you look up to tell you that it, it really empowers them and it really inspires them to keep going. And that's what happened with with uh, Marlon Deschamps and Neon Native. And after that, we just kept booking more and more Then we had an episode with Jordan Mawat, Tia Wood, and then we had Sherry McKay and Thielen Kikanasaway and Joel Wood, the uh, Fawn Wood, and it just kept building. Now we have over 127 episodes on the Chase Show. Damn. Right now, yeah, we just, we just finished episode 24, season two. So, I mean, and there's more people that we have lined up because they're recognizing what we're doing. They want to showcase what they're doing. And I get a lot of people asking if it's just for indigenous peoples. No, it's to educate because you do better when you know better. So we have also, we've also featured non-indigenous allies, relatives on the show. And again, it's just to 
educate because that's you can't do something if you don't know what you're doing mm-hmm. yeah and yeah. i mean we've got so much more to go and there's so much i see but i do and will say i'm a student first so i got to main focus right now is to make sure i got good grades i'm attending class i'm not late and to make sure that I have little to no student fees because tuition, books, all that is expensive, <laughs> especially for a, a broke Indian kid like me. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's that's what we do. And I, I, there's so many other pieces that go into the story and into my journey. But, you know, that's just a little bit of it. That's just a tiny bit highlight, so to speak. What did you, so you grew up without social, you're just 19, you said? You're 19 yeah. years old? Wow. You got your, uh, got your life straightened out. No. I, I wouldn't no. say that. No. <laughs> no, that's good, though, like, because you're, you're really young to have this type of vision. Like, I started seeing this way about a year ago when I was 30, when I was just about to turn 33. And so, but, you know, when I was your age oh man that's lame saying that but, but <laughs> when, I was, when i was 19 i was like man i was boozing up i was partying i was i was getting crazy i was getting lit but you know but it's cool though man like you you already have like uh like you said earlier about you're not looking closely like you're looking everywhere right is that what you said yeah yeah and you you can't you broke out of that shyness you know whether it be you're nasty i don't know no i'm just kidding <laughs> no i'm just kidding that's not uh, what <laughs> no comment <laughs> don't turn that on me <laughs> no. we gotta end this interview uh, cut cut we're done <laughs> thank you for the thank you. podcast <laughs> make sure you guys go like share follow <laughs> Do a full outro. You, you disappear like that meme. What that yeah. does the deuces and he disappears. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, no, where but those, where are those technical? <laughs> that? Oh, my phone shut off again. Yeah, yeah. It's interesting that you say. It. <laughs> Just freeze right there. Freeze yourself. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so. Oh my god. No, but. No, but I mean, it's cool, though, like he broke out of that shyness, like that shell, you know, and that that holds a lot of people back. And I was one of those people like it was just I was just afraid to show my real self, I guess, like kind of be. Like, like if I was funny, right, like I was funny around a certain group of people, but I wouldn't show it to outsiders, I guess, outside of your little group. You know, but your little group knows like you're funny, but I don't know, like for me, it was like, man, like these people will probably think I'm stupid or something, you know, or or like if you don't speak up in class. Right. Because you don't want to get you don't want to be wrong. But then but then like when the person that keeps raising their hands and then they don't care if like they're wrong, then that shows like probably the professor or whatever, like, oh, well, at least, you know, he's. He's out here like doing like he if he's wrong then he doesn't care like he's still gonna learn the right answer. So I always thought like I just I just I was just afraid to be wrong. I was afraid to be looked down on. I was afraid like and 
finally be a year, not even a year ago, but a few years past, like, I'm just like, I don't even care. Like, I just wear what I want. I say what I want. I think how I have my own opinion or whatever. I'm not afraid to like voice it, you know, and especially with like our people and stuff, you know, it's like, but that's becoming more common though. Like people are starting to voice their everything that has happened to us, you know, through traumas or just stuff in general, I guess, you know, it's becoming more just out there. And so, but I mean, it's cool, man. Like, like you, like you're really out here doing it, man. And, you know, you got a long ways to go, you know, like there's no end to where your show could go, I guess, you know, but there's no end to anything really, you know, like you said, you're still a student and I feel like we're all just students. Like we don't really become a master. Even the master still learns from a student probably. So, but I was going to, what was I going to say? Oh yeah. So when you said about social media though, so you didn't know what that was at all or did you have like glimpses of it so i had older siblings i had older cousins relatives and i didn't have my own social media i didn't have my own facebook instagram snapchat until just recently Mm -hmm. so i and i grew up with Shout outs to my relatives. I say this with love. I grew up with relatives who weren't the weren't the best of their social media. <laughs> that makes sense. Oh, this is too cool. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like they didn't make the greatest, wisest decisions. So I had teachers in that form. I knew what not to post. I knew how not to post. And I knew putting your own personal life i should say Mm. out there for people to read react and comment or what have you is not the greatest decision (laughs) and uh i with the family i grew up with it was always taught it was hammered into our heads you don't know who's watching and who's listening and that hasn't been the that's the most truest thing i've ever heard because oh my there's some people that I've interacted with and they said, oh, it's interesting that you said this and the quote me from whenever, like 10 years ago. And I'm like, you remember that? Or it's interesting that you wore this when it was this event. And I'm just, I don't even know what I had for breakfast this morning. I still don't know what I had for breakfast this morning, but it's just that fact. So social media, I was like, okay, I gotta be cautious. I gotta be careful what I post. And being cautious and being wary of what to post, there was really nothing much to post. I mean, I was really like, man, this is what Facebook, Instagram, this is, where's all the hype at? This is boring. (laughs) This is tacky. (laughs) So that's why I was like, all right. And my favorite is people are like, you should hash brown this, hash brown that. I'm like, "Uh, I don't know what a hash brown is. Like the food, is is that what it is? I still don't even know what it is. Hash brown. Yeah. Is it not called a hash brown? Hashtag. Is that what it is? It's hashtag. <laughs> See, even that. Hash oh, brown. <laughs> Yo, that's a new term, hash brown, everybody. <laughs> so, 
even that goes to prove That's like <laughs> my, my my knowledge of the social media world and it's it's a blessing and a curse it's 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 a curse because like oh man look at this guy it's social media influencer he doesn't even know what a hashtag is or he doesn't even know that it was uh it's called hashtag he's been saying hash brown every every platform he gets to go on <laughs> but it's it's and the blessing is that i'm not I can't say that I was obsessed with my phone. I cannot say that I was, ooh, did so-and-so like my post? Ooh, how many shares did I get? You know, that that sort of thing. I did, I still don't have that. Like, if, if you like my content, if you share my content, support me, awesome. You mess with me, I mess with you. Let's let's rock with it, you know? That's mm-hmm. that's how I come off, and that's how that's what I see. Social media, it's just a tool. You know, don't hold it right here. Don't hold it so close to you. You got to keep it extended because there's a lot of crazy things. Being young to social media, it is bonkers what people say to other people and what people say to themselves on their own. It's 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 bonkers. It's absolutely nuts. So that's that's my knowledge of social media. And that's that's why I'm kind of new to it. But I'm I'm aware Mm-hmm. Of, of the things because like i said i had i had good bad teachers <laughs> i had good bad teachers who were like oh you know and fat when families get together they talk so yeah uh yeah <laughs> well facebook's crazy i remember when i first got back <clears throat> when i got into facebook it was back in 04 i think 05 uh-huh. and it was just a weird because before that was myspace and mm-hmm. And that was that was crazy, but it was more of like a, I don't know. We were creating our own backgrounds and stuff with music, and then when <laughs> Facebook came, Facebook was like so boring. Like it was just like this page with like, th- like write what you're thinking about, and then you like someone else's stuff, and that was it. But then it's grown into like what it is now. Like, like, like um, there's series on on Facebook, like Facebook TV. That's yeah, crazy. Facebook TV, Facebook gaming. I mean, there's Facebook podcast too. Like, yeah. I mean, I mean, even the Chase show, go check it out. And um, so, <laughs> but there's so many like, and I like, I like now, like, I use it mainly just to promote myself or my friends or just stuff like I find that needs to get out there. Like, that's mainly what I post. Mm-hmm. And then I like, that's what I like stuff like before that, before I was doing this, it was mainly like, I didn't, I would never like post anything. I would just like memes and laugh, you know, but now <laughs> my energy, I guess have shit has shifted to where I only see like my friends out there doing stuff or the people I've had on the show doing stuff. And I try my best to check everything out and share it. But Facebook is so stupid that I'll see things like two days later and it's too late to even get the word out about anything. Mm-hmm. So I wish, I don't know, but you gotta, you gotta go to your freaking settings and you gotta hit most recent. And then you'll see like the updated stuff, which is stupid. It should just be automatic. Yes. And I don't know. I hate Facebook, but I, I guess I do need it to promote and stuff. So it's you know, like you said, it's a, it's a win lose, whatever. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, and 
so many content creators that I've encountered with. They're like, oh man, why Facebook? And Facebook's for old people. Uh, and yeah, it is. <laughs> it is. Whoa, whoa, wait. Uh, whoa, I mean, whoa. I'm old. Hey, I'm <laughs> no, old. I'm That's why. It, my show is called The Chase Show. If you're not Navo, it means grandpa. So it's basically the grandpa show. But anyway, <laughs> my name's Che Begay. Remember? Is that what that means? So, yeah. Man? Really? Oh, man. Yeah. So. Okay. Well, even that has a story in it of itself. <laughs> tell that next. <laughs> yeah, we'll tell that next. So, yeah. And like, but something that I've noticed, my family and I have noticed, is that it's it's some it's different when youth are like mom dad i want to do this mom dad i'm going to do this mom dad i'm applying myself to this it's another thing for to ha- to have mom and dad to continue telling their kids that they can do it because i mean i could only go so far with just myself it's because i had my mom it's because i had my dad that were like, you know, keep going, keep pushing yourself. They kept pushing me. Even there's times that I've had to do Chase Show when I didn't want to, but they're like, you know, you did this for yourself and I'm going to support you all the way through it. So you got to get up, get ready for your next show. You got, you come on, like they pushed me. So that's why we also, I also like Facebook because parents have Facebook, grandparents have Facebook, uncles and aunties have Facebook. And it's also for those adults because I've had adults reach out to me. I've had adults walk up to me and say, thank you so much for your show because I finally get to do this with my niece and nephew. Or I finally notice what my son and daughter do or, you know, things like that. So it, it's, we are attacking all on all fronts, almost, almost because some youth, <laughs> some youth don't like Facebook. They prefer Instagram, which is cool with them. If they find, yeah. So that's that's where we are with it, and that's why we stay on Facebook. Of course, we go to Instagram, but that's if our guests guests want to go on Instagram. But if you want the real content, you want all everything that I'm doing, add me. Add me on Facebook. I add right back, so you can't you can't miss anything. Not a thing. When you say like, when you say, um, because I feel like that too sometimes. Like, I'll schedule somebody right, but this is brought to me. I had the comeback society on last year, and and I just got started doing this, and and man, I had like I think like four episodes in one week, and I was pretty tired, and I remember like, like I didn't want to do like I didn't want to do this one episode, but. You know, I did anyways, because mm-hmm. I said I, I said I was going to do it. I booked them and I did it, you know, and every time I feel so good after, you know, yep. and I never could put it into words or anything. But when I had to come back on, they felt the same way, too. It, it was like, you know, sometimes we book these people and sometimes like we don't even feel like doing a podcast. But you know what? Afterwards, it's like medicine because you mm-hmm. laugh, you learn and you get you know, you get to spread knowledge out throughout wherever people are listening. And it's a good feeling afterwards, you know, you feel great, you know, and you want to do it again because it's so addicting and it just changes your whole attitude on that, that situation before you start, you hit record, I guess. And so I look at it like that, like, you know, well, you know, like, I don't feel like that now, but that was back then. And, 
because I was like, I was doing episodes, like I was trying to do them every day, you know, so I can have content out, but so I wouldn't have to worry about getting sick or something and not having something, mm-hmm. but, you know, but when they said that, it, it said, it, it made me think like, you know, after everyone, after like a few of those that I had where I didn't want to do them, man, I felt so good after it is. It's like good medicine, man. It is. It really is. It really is. And, and it just made me think about that. I, and, you know, like, I'm sure you feel the same way after. Yeah. There's been guests that talked and shared something and it really, it really resonates with me. And I can almost, I can almost, almost remember a line or a word that a guest has said on the show because it, it resonated with me because I really connected with what their message was or what they had to say to me. And it is, it really is good medicine. And on the show, we've had people laugh. We've had people talk and there is even a couple episodes where there was little, uh, little friction, but friction makes fire. So mm-hmm. that's even good in and of itself. And yeah, the episodes and not only that, but we have a live broadcast. So it's not just my, the guest and me, not just, it's not just myself and the guest. It's also the viewers. So people from all over Indian country, people all over the world get to comment and get to trade energy with us, so to speak, by asking their own questions towards the end of the show. And we invite, we invite them. We challenge everybody to ask a question because there's some, I'm but just a human being hosting a platform and hosting a time to bring a guest in. But it's up to you as the viewer, up to you as an individual to ask your own questions. Because a lot of these, a lot of these people, they all say the same thing, which is I have all this knowledge. Or if somebody told me this at that at a younger age, maybe I could have been doing something else. Or maybe I could have been, you know, things along that line. So it, it really is. It's great medicine. It's good medicine. It's powerful medicine. And I think that's why we are at the position we're at because people like it. People need that. And at these times, these hectic, crazy times, that's in dire need for sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. De- most definitely, man. You know, and like everybody, everybody has that whole COVID story, you know, and I, and it's so crazy how the most like most people i have on it's like they start doing something like right before that <clears throat> they hit this stride you know like you with m with mcing it was about you had your your somewhere on lock and boom you know this thing happens you know but you figured out a way to to create something you know which was the chase show you know and you made it live like I'm afraid to go live. Like, <laughs> like, I'll be honest, man. Like, well, because like some of my guests too, like they have like stuff that's work. They're being worked on. That's working in the like future. Mm-hmm. So sometimes I'll let it slip, but I'll edit it out, you know? Yeah. And so, and I just don't want, <clears throat> if I go, I've been asked to go live a few times and it's like, well, like we got to make sure like, you don't spill the beans on something because if you do, then that's on you. Like it ain't yeah. on me. Like, <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe we should just record it then. 
<laughs> yeah, I, I understand that. And thank you, uh, man. Shout out to all the guests we've had on this show. Because I've run into people who are like, oh, really live? Can we do a pre-record? Can we do this? Can we do that? I'm like, no. <laughs> and <laughs> in simplest terms, I don't like to edit. I don't know how to use my own computer. I barely even know how to access my phone. So... <laughs> So I'm like, oh, I don't know if I could do a uh, pre-record because I'd have to YouTube how to edit and then I have to YouTube what this is and I have to Google what that is. It's just easier if I go on live and everybody has Facebook. Everybody has Instagram. So it's just easy. Bam, get on, conversate for an hour or depending on com- uh, conversate for half an hour, depending on conversation. We've gone over an hour and yeah, it, but it's all raw. It's real. It's it's mm-hmm. in that moment and that's why i like the lives and thank you again to all the guests who have appeared on my show who put up with the lives and yeah it's <laughs> but it also makes great moments when beans are spilled because i remember times they're like the guests are like oh uh i shouldn't have said that uh oh we're live <laughs> and i'm like yo man we're live cool oh snap i'm gonna rewatch that <laughs> But another thing that uh, my family and I, we talk about is if it's meant to be, then it will be. And yeah, you know, guests have spilled beans and then they're like, oh, wait, you know what? Because they said that, yeah, we're doing this or, you know, keep your eyes out for this. And it just highlights and promotes and we're like, oh, we're getting the exclusive. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and those, those are the best moments of the chase show and yeah it's it's i love it live make it popping <laughs> yeah oh bro it's like well i mean like you know we're both in a position to where like i it's it's hard to believe like we get to hear these stories mm-hmm. these these journeys these overcoming situations to where yep. these people are at now like it's so I don't know. Like, that's what I just love about it. And I love the whole, I love the conversation. I love to listen. I love, you know, and, and times get emotional, you know, because some people, you know, some people are like, like, they're just, they just can't believe where they're at, you know? And and it finally makes them think about like, Oh, wow. Like I've been through a lot, you know, I've been through a lot to get to where I'm at, you know, and it's special. It's special to see that, you know, and help them, realize maybe they realized it before but not really like in a way like this an intimate intimately i guess when it's just me and a person talking or you and a person talking mm-hmm. you know it's a it's something really special you know there's a few times where i teared up with them because you oh. know it's 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 beautiful to see where they actually come from and and it makes me think too like because all this amazing stuff is happening just with this platform you know, and there's a lot of other stuff that I'm working on too. And it's just like, like, like you and I say, I say the same thing, man. Like anything is achievable. Anything is possible. Like you just have to put your mind to it. You have to focus. You have to just go for it. You don't worry about what anybody says. Like you just have to do it. And it may sound like a, I'm beating a dead horse, but that's the way it is, man. Like there's no other way to put it. You just have to do it. Don't be afraid. exactly how it is and it it, again that's like the thing we hear on the show 
every time because I put myself out there, because I had to strive, because I did this, because, 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 because me, I, because I had a team, because they pushed me, you know, it's all up to you. And in Navajo, we have a teaching for that. Only you can make that decision. Only you can do what you want to do. Only you can live your life how you want to live it. And it's, it's so true. It's the most simplest, truest thing out there in the world, especially for indigenous peoples. It's up to you. And it's it, no one told no one's going to make you get up, out, get up out of bed, change your clothes, go to school, go to work. No one. You decided that. No one told you to stay at home. Don't do anything. Stay in your bed. Binge watch your favorite show. Be gross in your own house. No one told you that. You did. And if they did, you made that decision to listen to what they said to you. So Mm -hmm. it really is. It's just you have to decide. You have to make the decision. Sorry if you messed up. That's okay. That's the learning curve of it. Yeah. And that's another thing people are always so scared about. What if I mess up the what if? So what if you mess up? So what if you make a fool of yourself? It's a learning teaching moment. There have been so many times where I've butchered so many names. (laughs) And I'm like, damn, (laughs) I could have. I was practicing that name all day. And I messed up. (laughs) Or there's times where like. I, I start talking during my show and I'm like, oh, uh, my bad. This is your time. This is your moment to shine. You can keep talking. <laughs> and it's, I'm learning from it. We're all uh, human beings. You know, don't, don't put yourself on such a high pedestal. Of course, think highly of yourself. Because if you don't, then you allow others to think and say stuff for you about you on your behalf so it's just balanced at the same time you have to balance everything that you do and that's just nature everything always balances itself out so whatever you're going through man don't it's temporary it's Mm -hmm. only for now things change and if things don't change right then and there make it change you have to do that for yourself no one is going to do it for you because I'm too busy living my life. <laughs> Mom's too busy living her life. Dad's too busy living his life. Brother, sister's too busy living their lives. You know what I mean? So you got to do it. <laughs> That's my little rant on this on this podcast. Yeah, I'm too busy too. So <laughs> Yeah. So don't call me up. Don't message me, you know. <laughs> Yeah, but I'll t- get out of bed. You really want me to answer you back? I'll call back and say, you got to get out of bed. You got you wash your hands after you did your business. You know, that's embarrassing. It really is. That's so embarrassing. And it's just it, people. People are like that, though. Like, does mom really have to hold your hand when you cross the street? Does dad have to make sure you're wearing clean underwear? Like, not, not to get into specifics. That's just how it is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah There's the, that's my little navajo <laughs> uh, but it's true but though it like, really people, is it, it's true like people want that's because i mean i wasn't like sleeping in five day underwear or anything but i <laughs> i need i felt 
I felt like I needed somebody to hold my hand doing this. <laughs> like before, because like, like real, like real stuff. Like when I was about to start this, I wanted my friend to be here with me and have a crutch. So, because I, I was afraid of failure, man, mm-hmm. if anything, I was okay with failing with me and someone else, but you know, it's like, you know, you got to take that jump. You got to take that dive, you know, and just say, screw it, man. It's uh, it's on me. I don't care. You know? Yeah. So, but I mean, that's just, that's just human nature, I guess. Like you, I guess you want somebody to tell you, get up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's okay. You messed yeah. up here. Let me hold you. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Like, there are moments, trust me, moments when that is nice, mm-hmm. it's needed. Like, yeah. oh man, like I did mess up and then that overcomes. Yeah. And then, mm-hmm. you know, it is good, but that's not indigenous. That's not native. You know, if you ever notice, like native love is I yell at you because I love you. Yeah. I make, you know, like <laughs> I go to school, I go to a university with, with non-indigenous students and they always like man why you always got to say this why you always got to make fun of me like that it's because i care for you it's because i see you and i'm comfortable enough to tease you Mm -hmm. the truest form of indian love and care is teasing (laughs) like (laughs) and if you yeah and so that's why i'm like you get up go do it like <laughs> and again if you really want me to i'll message back and i'll call you right back it's like i'm on my way i'll go hold your hand while you go while you go tinkle <laughs> let's wash our hands you know <laughs> uh and if you want that then all right that's cool <laughs> yeah i guess i'm available then no. i guess I'll, yeah i guess i'll make a flight <laughs> i'll drive my car out <laughs> uh i'm available at 10 but i got i got somebody else i gotta wash your hands with at nine are you good for 11 <laughs> i can fill you in right here yeah <laughs> yeah i'm gonna have to take this day off my boss will my boss will know my boss <laughs> my boss is cool with it he understands <laughs> uh, but but yeah the the humor too you're like me and my me and my buddies say that too. Like if if we didn't like you, then we wouldn't even like tease you. You know, yeah. like, like it, it sounds weird to say we tease you because we love you, but I mean it's true. Like it's if we didn't bother with you, if we didn't love you or anything, like we wouldn't even mess with you. Like we wouldn't even yeah. like bother to talk to you. Mm-hmm. You know, so be be thankful. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> be thankful you're being teased, and it's. And it's so true. Like I've, I've noticed people, non-native people, they're comfortable with letting their friends, their relatives, make a fool of themselves. Like you could easily say, "Hey, that doesn't look right. Hey, you shouldn't be saying that. Hey, don't act like that." You know, because, but that's just indigenous. Because indigenous peoples, you're not only representing yourself. You're representing your family, you're representing your mom and dad, you're representing your teachers, you're representing a whole lot of people. And the reservations talk. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. People talk. And that just goes back to what I said earlier. You don't know who's watching and you don't know who's listening. Because, oh, yeah, there's been times where I've gone out 
and I tried to be a little crazy, even though there was nothing crazy to do. And my grandma, my nolly, my auntie, my mom and dad, they heard about it. I remember I went to a powwow in Fort Totten. This was during one, one summer. And as soon as I step out the car door, uncle and auntie, hey, and I was powering alone. This is my first power. I was alone. And I, as soon as I stepped out my the vehicle door, hey, your mom messaged me. Hey, your dad called me. Hey, uh, auntie and uncle from Red Mesa called me. You better behave. You better watch yourself. You know, already like that. <laughs> and I was like, man, this sucks. <laughs> because, uh, yeah, I was at Fort Totten, Dakota land. No one knew me. No, I was like, man, I'm going to have fun. I was with my college college classmates. I was like, this is going to be cool. But nope, I only had one uncle. I only had one uncle who was like, hey, Neff, I heard you're by yourself. Have fun. Get get crazy. <laughs> and I was like, you know what? Coming from you, I, I better don't. <laughs> I'm going to go back to the room, go to sleep. I'm going to get ready for the next day. <laughs> I'll behave. <laughs> Uh, but that's just again Indian love, indigenous yeah. love. What's well, that? I love it. That's true too, because like that's what I say to people, man. It's like good or bad. There's people watching, no matter what. They're looking. They're they're observing. Yep. Um, you know, my buddy, he wanted to do a podcast, and I was like, man, just do it. Just do it. Just start making content. And push it out. Just do mm-hmm. it. Like, what are you waiting for? You know, and and people that want to do stuff too. It's like that they, they have a they always find like some they try to find a reason not to do it they say mm-hmm. i'll do it but man it's just this and i can't i'm like just do it just go do it like just i was like because you know what i was like there's people watching you and they're watching you whether we succeed or not mm-hmm. and you know if you keep you you fail or whatever then cool keep going keep succeeding keep keep building whatever i was like and i promise you man like the people you wouldn't even expect, they'll hit you up. They'll hit you up to help them with something or say, Hey, can I be a guest on your show or something? Mm-hmm. You know, because, because like there's, there's times where, you know, I'll, I'll be somewhere and I'll, I'll see somebody that's on my friends list that I haven't not interacted with in a long time. Like they never even, they don't like my stuff. They don't like, like, anything I push out that never like it, they never comment, whatever. Then the moment they see me, they're like, man, I see you. I see you doing, uh, what do you do a podcast? And I was like, I was like, I haven't talked to you in like five, five years. (laughs) Yeah. So then it's like, you know, like they see it, you know, people see it, you know, and it's, they'd rather not interact, but I guess it's better to interact in person. I don't know. Who knows? You know, it's flattering, you know, it's like, yeah, you know, I do that and other stuff too. So, mm-hmm. not yeah. So, I mean, it's, but it's it's weird. It's crazy. Like, just I I, I don't even think I was careful when I was younger. I just did whatever, but because <laughs> I lived away from home, so. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, yes, but I will say, if you're gonna do something, do it with purpose like do it with purpose if it's just to have an experience that that's enough purpose if it's to make it a full-on career or if it's to make it something bigger than yourself then do it you know do it with a purpose 
don't just go out and win. Like, oh, maybe I'll do it, you know? Like, mm-hmm. Because, yeah, you know, you, got, you have to have purpose. You have to be serious about it. You have to put 110% into what you're doing. If not, then, all right, cool. You just wasted the time and space for somebody else who could have done it. You know, do it with purpose. And if you fail, fail with grace. Make yourself look good when you fail. Because mm. then, because people even watch that. Oh, they watch that when you mm-hmm. mess up. They watch that when you fail. They're right there. As soon as you say something wrong, as soon as you do something bad, right? Like that, basically. And mm. you gotta you have to carry that with grace too, because if it wasn't for them, you could have been looking stupid, doing something else, making yourself look bad, making your family like that you know because it does it does go all it all interconnects so fail with grace do stuff with purpose and um have fun with it because if you're not gonna have fun with it then why do it Mm, yeah that's that's another true thing have fun don't worry about numbers don't worry about anything just go out there and have fun if it's not fun if it turns into not having fun anymore then you probably turning into something that's not so exactly. But I mean, it's it's all about loving it, having a passion for it, and loving it, mm-hmm. you know, and and making it fun. You know, that's that's the, that's that's it. Just keep doing it. I was gonna ask you too. You got any uh, power gigs, power MC coming up? I I do actually. June tenth and eleventh. Come find me, Cedar City, Utah. I got invited to host. I'll be master of confusion, master of chaos. We got stuff going down. It's one of our celebrations. If not there, you catch me at somewhere else. Go find me on my social media. Best way to stay up. (laughs) I'm sorry. Like that's, (laughs) I've been going at 110% with this college stuff. School is not fun anymore. (laughs) But but I need to be, I need to have an education. I gotta have that cool, cool paper with my name and gold for the for the white man to go, yeah, you you're qualified in that. <laughs> so get educated, climb the ladder, <laughs> go to school, stay in school. Uh that. If you can make your work school and get paid for it, do it. I don't see why not. Mm. Uh, man. So yeah, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> find me in cedar that's the definite right there and of course we've got a whole bunch of other stuff planned for chase shows so it's gonna be pretty cool pretty come cool. to oklahoma sometimes plan on it i've got invites to go check out some providences in canada i've got invites to go check out some states on the east side we love our fans over on the east side Ooh, oklahoma especially yes plan on it but I got to make sure this final submitted. I got to make sure this draft is submitted. I got to make sure this evaluation submitted. <laughs> I got to make sure professor what's her face. What's his name is satisfied with this assignment. You know, <laughs> first, first. So shout out, shout out to you students. <laughs> Keep killing it. Keep your head in the books and away from all the little things. Cause knowledge is power (laughs) yeah well if you ever come through here man let me know 
Mm-hmm. Tulsa. If you come to Tulsa sometime. Tulsa. Yeah. We'll go out. We'll go out and party. I'm just kidding. Huh? No. I don't know if I could do that. <laughs> no. Pizza party? I'm just kidding. <laughs> Slumber party? No. Slumber party? Yeah. There you go. Laser tag party? Laser. Oh, okay. We got that uh, over here. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> pool party. It's pool party. <laughs> Russell and I are gonna go check out some slides. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be at the hotel. <laughs> Pool party right there. I'm catching us over there. Yeah. <laughs> at the hill. At, at the hill. <laughs> at the five feet deep <laughs> pool. <laughs> oh my god, man! Uh, well, well, bro, I don't want to take up any much more of your time. Um, let the people like you're. Oh, anyways, you're welcome back anytime, man. If you got something hey. to promote. If you got anything that you know, you just want to come on and talk or whatever, let me know. You know, and we'll we'll get on here and kick it some more. But I know you got school to do. I know you got homework probably to do. But let everybody know where to follow you at, where to check you out, and check out past episodes and anything else you got coming up. Oh yes, for sure. Uh, you guys can find me over on my Instagram at Taylor underscore Che underscore Begay, but you want the real stuff, you want the, the quality, you want the real content, add me, friend me on Facebook at Taylor Che Begay at T-A-Y-L-O-R-C-H-E-I-I-D-E-G-A-Y. Friend me and I'll friend you back so that way you can show mom, dad, your sister, your ex, like, yeah, we're friends on Facebook, yeah. <laughs> Those are the those are our social media platforms, <laughs> and something I've I always forget to mention on whenever I get the chance. But the Che Show is not a podcast. Thank you guys for thinking highly of me, but we are a talk show Q and A web series. That is what we are because we do lab broadcasts and all that good stuff. So shout outs to our podcast fans. And um, if you guys want to see more content from me, from Russell, go follow us. Go like our stuff, like our stuff up. And of course, if you guys want to see some of your favorite guests on the Chase Show, send me a message, DM me, PM me. I answer right back. I add right back. So, but don't tell me you want me to hold your hand while you go to the washroom. I won't do that. I'm too busy. I gotta worry about assignments and live shows and appearances i'm too busy you know go call your mom go kill your dad <laughs> or just go go to the washroom <laughs> oh snap that's all i gotta I, say i oh, guess wait, no. oh what oh, go, ahead. Go, go, go again before you forget. Let, um educate yourself educate one another because you do better and you know better yes look at that spitting knowledge over here <laughs> went, went, went from nasty to knowledgeable. Yeah, that's that's the change. Right? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. And then at the end of this, where uh, Russell and I are gonna be spitting hot fire on the tracks. You're yeah, that's on the Patreon. That's on the OnlyFans. I got my thirty-five dollars subscription right now. Go buy it. Me and Watered Warrior, we spitting hot fire with Russell. Oh uh, snap! Reservation oh, stories. Reservation stories. Golly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
<laughs> oh my god. Oh, uh, is that? I was gonna say something. <laughs> Short term memory. Short term memory. <laughs> I'll think of it. Oh, I was gonna say I got I got some people to DM you, so I got some guests for you. Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uplift Um, one another, support one another. I'll send them your way. Deadly. But but thank you for coming on. I enjoyed our talk. Welcome back anytime. And everybody go follow him. Keep up with him. Check out the Chase Show. Uh, Do you have a specific day you do it on? Oh, yeah. We go live every Thursday and Friday, 8 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. You don't want to miss that. Mark your calendars. But. We are coming to an end of season two, our last episode. This is actually an exclusive. I haven't told anybody else, not even my own viewers, but we'll be wrapping things up for season two, June 3rd. You guys don't want to miss out on that. That'll be our last episode for season two. We'll be coming back sometime in August for season three. We've already got guests lined up for season three. So thank you guys for reaching out and the support. And of course, the Oki podcast is always welcome on the Chase Show. Ooh, let's make Russell, it happen. Russell, we got to schedule something, brother. I mean, we got to conversate on the live and get this going because I'm, I'm feeling it. I like it. I see what you're doing. I see you. I see you doing big I'm, things. I I'm see ready. You. I'm ready. I'm ready, sir. I like it. <laughs> I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> Man, this is so much fun, man. Like, I'm ready to just have more fun. And, yeah, man, I'm definitely down to get on your show. And um, But, everybody, go check him out. Follow him. Keep up with him. Uh, get ready for Season 3 in August. And if you're not, go follow Okie Podcasts on Instagram at Okie Podcasts and WrestleMus49. Um, if you're on Facebook, I got an Okie Podcast page as well. Russell Sun Eagle is my personal. You can add me. I'll add you back. And if you're not subscribed to Okie Podcast, please do that on Apple, Spotify, iHeartRadio, wherever you listen to streaming platforms, it's there. And go check out the website, okiepodcast.com. And yeah, so until next time, everybody, peace. Peace. <laughs>